Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 10K Dollar Day. This week, we are talking about charcuterie, scavenger hunts, and e-bikes. Ooh, I have a feeling this one's going to be really good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 244 of 10K Dollar Day. It's the comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And we are so excited that you're here with us today. If you're a longtime listener or a new friend, hey, welcome to the show. We're about to spend 10,000 imaginary dollars in somewhere real. And it's all because we got a fancy magic word from one of our listeners. And then at the end, we have a little nugget for you. It's a little improv nugget. Lots of fun. People tend to like it. So we're excited that you're here. (laughs) (laughs) I love the word nugget, I realized. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever heard you say it before. I know. And not like a chicken nugget, right? That's different. Like a nugget. Like it's like, it feels like it's important. Like it's special. Like it's this little, little fancy thing. I don't know. I like the word. Do you have a favorite word? Um, do I have a favorite word? No, I don't. There are words that sometimes while I'm writing them start to look weird to me. Then I doubt that they're English words, (laughs) but I don't have I don't think I have a favorite word. Should I? No, no, this now is not feel, a test. No, because then when, pe- you know, when people are like, what's your favorite color? And you're like, I don't have one. They're like, just pick one. You're like, I don't have a favorite color. Like, I don't. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I don't know. what to do. And they're usually like holding something, right? They've got like either a blue pencil or a purple <laughs> pencil. And they really want you to say blue or purple. They're like, no, tell me. And you're like, I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to get it wrong. And I don't. I don't know. I feel so stressed out right now. (laughs) Well, you're a word person. You love like the English language and writing and all of that. So I feel like all the words you probably ebb and flow with your favorites. You don't even know it. Yeah, I feel I feel like the word that's my favorite is the right one for that time. Oh, that is deep. (laughs) I didn't mean for it to be that deep. (laughs) No, I love it. And I think if you were to write that on a paper, the word write should be spelled like you're writing. (laughs) <laughs> it's the right one for that time. You know, it's right. there's a motivational poster, like just waiting to be made. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, well, you guys, we're going to start off with our first segment and it is our current obsessions. Lou, what is your current obsession this week? My obsession this week is our PowerPoint. <laughs> yes. Tell the people. I love our PowerPoint. So right now, everybody, as we, uh, as you listen, not as we record, but as you listen, we are in Dallas at Podcast Movement. You know, Allison and I love to go to these podcast conferences. We love meeting everybody. We love the networking. We love learning. We always come back and make some major huge change. Yes, 100%. <laughs> in fact, we have been called out many times by our podcast friends. They're like, wow, you guys move fast because mm-hmm. we will get up in the middle of a session and be like, we should implement that like right now. <laughs> and then we just go and sit in the corner and like, change everything and then call our producer and we're like, surprise, yep. we have a second podcast. So <laughs> um, our PowerPoint, because we're giving a talk on Friday on Small But Mighty about you listeners. I am so proud of it because we don't do that for a living. No, we do not. Like we don't give real presentations and we don't do PowerPoints. 
and um, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Like it's Very really cute. cute. It's just really great. And like I made it pink and purple and teal because <laughs> I liked those colors. And there's also yellow in there. And it looks a little Lisa Frank, but it's also all ours. And no one told us it couldn't look like me. So, See, maybe you do does. have some favorite colors. Right now, I like my Lisa Frank colors. I love it. They put me in a very 80s, 90s mood. Listen, we must be on the same wavelength. You can tell what we've been talking about and what we've been like obsessing over lately because my obsession is Canva. Oh, yeah. So Canva, you guys, is a website or an app that really helps you design. I'm telling you anything. And that's what we use to design our PowerPoint. That's what we use to design almost all of our graphics, everything that we do. And I use it constantly. And what I love about it is I can type in anything. So like mm-hmm. I was putting together this like invitation for some of the teachers at the dance studio. We're going to do like a, a welcome before the school year starts. And I literally typed in brunch invitation and it just come, there's a million of them and they come up. You don't have to even change. All you have to do is change the date. Like everything's already there. It says brunch mimosas. It has pictures. Like it is the best thing that was ever invented. I am 1000% sure of that. It's such a good program. We don't get paid to say this. No. (laughs) Um, But even my dad uses it. (laughs) Yeah. He uses it for his band. He loves it. He he always goes like, it's so easy to use. I'm like, I know. I don't understand. So if you have a small business and you're looking for how do I make my graphics look easy and yep. all that kind of stuff, I totally would recommend Canva just like Allison. And we oh, pay for the pro kit. It's worth um, it. For, for the amount of stuff we do, it's absolutely worth it. Yes. hundred percent. Like, I don't think it's falling off of our expenses anytime soon because both of us are like, nope, we got to keep that. For sure. Yeah, we use it so much. Oh, I love it. We do. All right, moving on to the next thing. Wish list. <laughs> What's on your wish list? I wish that I had a true rehearsal room oh. at my place that I'm living or any time that I'm living somewhere. Right. Because I have a concert. As we record, I have a concert on Friday. Yeah. I've had COVID for a week. I don't know if I can sing this concert. Oh, like just breath wise. I don't know yeah. if I can do it. Right. But it's really hard to figure out how to practice that. Right. Without bothering everybody in the house. And you can't really do it. Yeah. Like you can tell yourself you're going to do it, but because yep. the, you always end up singing louder than the music. And so then you mm-hmm. can't hear it anyway. So there's no way to replicate Belting at the top of your lungs to the point that you need to, unless you're doing it. Oh, I agree. And I feel like when you're in that situation and you know, there's people around, you know, someone's, you know, watching TV or sleeping, you, even if you're going to tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to go for it. You still hold back or something still is like not 1000% right. Yeah. 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 It just doesn't quite, there's no way to really, really, really replicate it. And I find myself needing that. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what about you? Okay. My wish list is I wish that I was better with power tools. I'm surprised you're not good with power tools. 
The thing is, I'm not confident. I don't use them enough. And I feel like I would need like a good lesson with somebody who's really good with them. Because here's what happens. I, I'm i a DIY person. I want to be able to just like make over everything I want to make over in that instance or build something. And I see these women on TikTok and Instagram who put these reels together and they're like building their cabinets out and like it's amazing. And they're like, you know, hammering and using power tools. And I'm like, man, I just don't have the confidence confidence in it. And I don't want to waste money on what I'm doing or put anyone in danger. Like if I were to build cabinets and then put my dishes in them, who's to say they would actually stay up there. So I just wish I was better. And I know I could probably like have someone give me a lesson, but then I just, I just wish I was better. I wish I was just better. Like boom, boom, snap better. That's like how I missed, missed, wished for um, jazz trumpet. Like, I don't really want to take the lessons. Yeah, exactly. I just want to be like really good at jazz trumpet. Yeah. I just want the skill. All right. So now it's time for Allison's <gasps> 10 K day. It's a 10 K dollar day. Imaginary travel and a laugh for two As we tell you all the crazy things we wanna do We buy top drawer, but we don't really pay So say what's your happy and you'll be our All right, so our word of the week today is... Hi, this is Amalia Clements and your word today is blob All right Blob. Listen, I love when people give us these weirdo words. I'm like, bring it on. (laughs) This is a fun one. You're going to love it. So we're headed to Indohoven. (laughs) I think that's how you say it. Indoven, Holland. Oh, Indoven, Holland is where we're going for the blob? Yeah. Tell me more. I know. Okay. So we're going to stay in this Airbnb that you're going to love. It's absolutely beautiful. And it has 20 beds all spread out through eight bedrooms. So plenty of places for us to stay. It has a big dining room, a play hall with a seven foot pool table, table soccer, a big kitchen, and it's on this like farm area. So there's a small river in the back and it says with tons of bird life. It's really beautiful. It looks, it's it's basically like, looks like a cabin, but a like way bigger, like a huge cabin. And it's absolutely beautiful. Is table soccer foosball? I think so. Okay. Yeah, they don't have a picture of that, but this place is beautiful. So for two nights, though, get ready for this. Now, granted, think if we had a lot of people, but it's $2,092 for two nights. I mean, 10K wise. That's true. I know it's great for us. And if you were to split it between a lot of people going, I mean, there are 20 beds and that's only what? 100 bucks per person? Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, not bad. All right. We're going to wake up early, early. We're going to go get breakfast at Brood Today is what it's called. Now, here's the thing. When I clicked on it, I could not find a translate button for to save my life. I think everything's in Dutch. Is that what they, is that their language? Yeah. Dutch? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So everything was in Dutch. I could not find the translation button, but I was able to pick out some of the words like picnic mm-hmm. and basket. Some of them are spelled very, very like the same. So uh, we're going to do a breakfast picnic 
And for both of us, for this picnic basket that you can buy with like, it looked like to me by the picture, it was like biscuits, jams, like really cute stuff. It's 50 bucks. So we're going to go get that picnic basket and go do a little breakfast picnic on the back of our farm with uh, the the birds and the wildlife and the river. Going to be awesome. Now, this brings me to the reason I chose Indenoven. <laughs> In the old city center of Indoven, you will find a futuristic building that stands out among its neighbors. It is called the Blob. The building's called the Blob? Yep. And it was no designed, way. yep, by the Italian architect Massimiliano Fucas. The organically shaped glass and steel structure serves as the entrance to the wonderful Admirant, which is a giant shopping mall. Wow. So you enter through the blob into this like shopping mall and it's this very futuristic building. It's so cool looking. So that's why we are here. We're going to go shopping. Now, here's the catch. So I know sometimes on 10K days, I'm like, okay, we're each going to get $1,000. Go spend it on shopping. Things are a little more specific this time around. So yes, Lulu, you and I are both going to get $1,000 to go shopping, but we have one hour and it's a scavenger hunt. What? What? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I took the word blob and I'm going to use each letter to write our list down and you have one hour to find these things. So for the first letter B. You have to find something and buy something that starts with a B. Simple. Okay. Okay. For L. L stands for love. You have to buy something shaped like a heart. Okay. For O. O stands for on. You have to find something that turns on and off. Oh, nice. Okay. And the last B, you have to find something that has buttons. Okay. That all seems doable. Yeah, those are the four things. You have one hour to do it. And then we're going to come back in an hour, see if we got all of our things. And then after that, we'll do some free shopping with our leftovers. Wait, what happens if I win? If you win, you're the winner. You get the title of winner. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get. Um, So I think that I love scavenger hunts. I haven't done one in so long. Well, yeah, because you don't even think about winning them. Well, yes, that too. They make me nervous. But I remember as a kid, my church used to do them all the time. Oh, I loved them. Yeah, I do love scavenger hunts. Right? Okay. So after our shopping, we're going to go back to our house for a late lunch. And I ordered... Not ordered. I hired a chef and he's going to do a bunch of different charcuterie boards. And I found him from takeachef.com, which is one of my favorite sites to go to because you can search by region, by, by country, all those things. And then you can research about each person. So this chef is going to do charcuterie boards for us. So it's kind of like a late lunch snacky situation. Mm-hmm. So excited about it. And the total to hire him was $500. But then we also have to pay for all the charcuterie stuff. So I'm guessing it's going to be about $262. Okay. For our boards. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. So then we're going to eat that. 
Then since we're back at the house, we're going to make a haul video. Do you know what that is? Like of all the stuff we bought? Yeah. That's what the okay. kids are doing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they make these haul videos. So they'll set up their their phones on selfie mode and they press, you know, record. And they're like, hey guys, welcome to Allison and Lulu's channel. So today we're going to show you all the things we got. And so I'm going to be like, hey, this is what I got with my scavenger hunt money. And I'll be like, B, it's a bandana. And then I'll be like, L, it's a heart-shaped pillow. And then I'll be like, oh, it's the... uh what's on and off. Oh, it's a back massager. That's electric. You turn it on and off. And then I'll be like B for buttons. It's a shirt with buttons up the bottom, you know, stuff like that. So it's going to be so much fun. We'll make the video post it to our YouTube channel, which by the way, we have, you can find it at 10 K dollar day. <laughs> okay. Get ready for this. You're going to love this. So after our charcuterie boards, they have this Dutch bike path that is inspired by the Starry Night, the painting. Oh, that's so cool. It's called the Van Gogh Bicycle Path. And what it is, is this uh, guy who's like an artist, his last name is Rosengard. He installed thousands of stones covered in a special smart coating that soaks up solar rays during the day. And then at night, it glows. Okay. Yeah. Like so, glows, glows? Yeah, like glows, glows. It's like bright. So they treated the stones or the treated stones were then cemented into place in the swirls and whirls that mirror the whirlpools in Van Gogh's painting. That's intense. It's so beautiful. So during the day, there's just these, it looks like a nice, you know, kind of like rock path. And then the second it gets dark, they start to glow, like this bright greenish glow. Almost looks like, what's that stuff in the water we always want to see? Oh, um, um, uh, bioluminescent Yeah, stuff. that's kind of what it looks like, but on the rocks. Oh, that's really cool. And it's a bicycle path. And you can walk it too, but you can go through this bicycle path and you follow the swirls and the whirls. So I decided we didn't want to just walk it. It's called the Van Gogh Bicycle Path. So we definitely want to get the bikes. So we are going to buy bikes. I found you're going to love these bikes so much. So at first I was like, oh, let me just get like a couple of fun bikes. But then as I was doing research on bikes, I know you know this, but they have electric bikes. Mm -hmm. They have really expensive electric bikes. Like, crazy expensive and so high tech now. So I found this website called Van Moof and they're e-bikes and they are like gorgeous. This one looks like, you know, that black mat. It's not a shiny. Yeah. 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 Okay. The whole thing looks like that. It's all black and it literally says reframing the future. It has a motor. It has electronic gear shifting it has anti-theft technology okay, and you can custom tune it for your ultimate writing experience. So it also has like tamper detection. So it like knows if like someone else, like if you remote lock it, if anyone else tries to take it, it says it has alarms really? on the bike and smart location tracking. Okay. So it can track it. It has an e-shifter, which is basically, it's the first ever, industry first, automatic 
electronic gear shifting. So it has four speeds. And then as you incline, it automatically shifts. Like you don't have to do anything. Yep. Yes. Right. And then it says it has an intelligent motor. The top speed is 20 miles per hour, which I feel like is pretty fast. And then a hydraulic brake system that it, and it actually has like precision stopping for all weather conditions. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Guess how much this smart bike is. Just one. I think it's going to be, I've seen a lot of stories recently about safety on these e-bikes. So I know that they're expensive. Wait, safety on them? Yeah, they're actually being sued right now. <gasps> uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff right now in the news about how children are not supposed to be on those at all, but they don't. Oh. Uh, they don't really talk about that in the in the manuals until really far later down, and then some terrible things have happened. Oh no! Yeah, so I've been reading those, but I I know that they're expensive. Like I would say, well, keep in mind, I'll give you a hint. We both okay. are buying. We're both getting one. And I and once we buy these, I will have reached 10k though. I don't think you've been doing the math, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much. I mean, I was going to say they were like 2,500 each. You, oh my gosh, that's the closest you ever come in the history of our podcast. <laughs> they are $2,548. Yeah. Like you would have won the prices right. I would have won the prices right. You would have won these bikes and gotten a chance to go to the final round <laughs> I and spin won the wheel. Bikes. You're right. <laughs> that was exciting. That was the best ever. Man, that was good. That was exciting. Okay. But yeah, $2,500 each and we're both going to get one. So it's going to cost us $5,096 for these bikes. I totally want to drive that. Yeah. I do too. I do hate on. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, I didn't get us helmets. I'll bring them. Okay, great. (laughs) That's your contribution. I'll bring bring helmets. (laughs) Two helmets in your carry-on, please. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. Then we're going to go back and finish our boards. That brings me to the end of my day, our day, should I say. The total is $10,000. Woo-hoo. All right. So that's what I would have done with $10,000 based on the word blob in Endhoven, Holland. But here's Uh what we would do if we both had $10,000 to give away. So Lulu, what would you do with $10,000 if you had to give it away? All right. Well, the blob was a movie. It was, yes. Yeah. That had a theme song. Oh. By Bert Bacharach. And I only know that because it's on one of the cruise ship shows that I music direct. Oh, that's amazing. We dance to it. Yeah, we do a whole Bacharach show. So I knew that there was a blob theme song uh, written by Bert Bacharach. It's really fun and frugy. And then I looked up Bert Bacharach to look up to see if he had like a foundation or any charities. And there is this site called looktothestars.org. Yeah. That you can look up celebrities and what foundations they support. Oh, really? Yeah. Which at first I was like, that's weird. And then it was cool. And then it was weird again. And then it was cool. I don't know. I mean, it's cool. So I I now know that Burt Backrack supports the American Foundation for AIDS Research, Autism Speaks, City of Hope, the Elton John AIDS Foundation, and the Mac AIDS Fund. Oh, cool. And I was like, cool. Well, I could pick one of those. Because it's one of Bart Backrack's, you know, yeah. supports. But I wanted to find something like that, but more local. Yeah. And I found a foundation called the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. There is one in 
Orlando, there's one many places. It's a global nonprofit organization. It was started by a group of friends in San Francisco. And they were like, listen, too many people with AIDS aren't getting access to medicine or they don't have the advocacy or whatever. So they currently provide cutting edge medicine and advocacy to over 1 million people Oh wow! In forty-three countries, and they are currently the largest provider of HIV/AIDS medical care in the U.S. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! This foundation, yeah. So AIDS Healthcare Foundation, it it's such an amazing thing for this group of friends to have put together. Yeah, and they now do like a network of pharmacies, thrift stores, healthcare contracts. They really help people figure out their care. So um, I wanted to highlight that AIDS Healthcare that's awesome. Foundation. Based Yay. on Burt Backrack, based on the blob. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah. I actually took a charity in Inhoven. Again, I hope I'm saying that right. But it's called, and I believe this is in Dutch, the actual name of the organization, Samen Voor Indoven. And it's a really cool organization. It's actually massive. But what they do is they create connections between companies civil society organizations, and the local government. And they say together, I love this word, we are building a closer brain port that everyone can participate in. Brain port? Yeah. So they said they're building basically a more cohesive society based on mutual understanding by supporting companies and civil society organizations to realize their overall contribution to global goals. Now, this is a lot of words, but if you go to their website, they actually have 17 sustainable goals that they mark out. So everything from number one is no poverty, number two, zero hunger, number three, good health and well-being. It goes on with education, gender equality. Basically, you name it. They have life below water, life on land. So partnership for all of these things, they're building partnerships with other organizations. So basically you name it, they're trying to come together to basically make the world globally a better place, but also Endoven. So check them out. That link will be in our newsletter, which by the way, you guys should sign up for it's so easy. Go to 10kdollarday.com and click sign up for the newsletter right there on the homepage. Enter your email. You will get an email and then you have to opt, opt in because we know that opting in is very important. And then you'll get our newsletter, little tidbits from our producer, fun stats and stuff. So check that out as well. Yes. Yes. All right. So now we're going to do our happies before we go into our final segment. So, Lou, what's your happy this week? My happy is that everyone uh, in my house has been just, we've just been watching TV together at night because we all have COVID. Yeah. (laughs) So we watched all of the Fantastic Beasts movies. I'd never seen them before. Oh, I don't think I have either. The Harry Potter ones? Yeah, they're pretty good. Harry Potter? Yeah, the Harry Potter Fantastic Beasts trilogy. That are wait. different than the movies. Oh about no, the books. I didn't wait, but it's about Harry oh, Potter. It's Jude Law. I had no clue this I existed. Know. I know. You know what? I missed them all. Wait, I missed why? Them all. What? That's important. Well, it is important. And thank you for your Disney Plus login. Oh, you're welcome. I've been watching everything. <laughs> um, actually, I think that one is on HBO Max. But we've definitely been watching some Disney things and Marvel <laughs> things on your login as well. <laughs> But um, yeah, we've just been kind of 
really into like the fantasy stuff and it's been good for three people with COVID. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love yeah, you should watch movie. them. They're fun. They're yeah. Fun I watched movies. a really great movie last night called Jungle and it had Harry Potter in it. I mean, the actor. Yes. Was it a scary movie? No, but it's based on a true story. It's crazy. I mean, it is a true story. Okay. It's about, yeah, you have to watch it. It's And the okay. fact that it's real, you're like, what? Yeah. It's not scary. Okay. You it's said not. what, which makes me feel like. No, it's, it's crazy that this guy survives what he survives. Oh, is it's it one of these things thing. where like they have to like cut off their arm or something to survive? Uh, no, not that graphic. There okay. is one part that I was like, oh, but it's just one part. Yeah, I might just like listen to the podcast about that one. <laughs> okay. Without the graphic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. My happy, very simple today. I'm really happy that pooper scoopers exist. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Because I have this new puppy. So now we have like all these dogs. And the fact that like I'd have to bend down a lot if they didn't exist, <laughs> like that would hurt my back. So I'm really happy that I can just do a little clippity clip with the pooper scooper. It was yeah, a nice remember invention. Remember when it used to be me that had three dogs? Yes, I do. Now it's you. I know. Now it's me. Hey, Allison, when we started this podcast, did you ever think that hosting could be so easy? Never, but thankfully we found the best hosting platform in the world. Oh, I meant us being hosts, but now I get it. You're totally right. Buzzsprout is incredible. That's right. They're so simple and easy to use. Everything is really user-friendly. I mean, even I can do it. (laughs) In fact, I think that if we have any listeners thinking about podcasting, don't you think they should use Buzzsprout? Absolutely. And it's so easy to sign up. You can go to 10kdollarday.com slash buzzsprout. All the information is right there. Just click sign up for a paid plan and you can get a $20 Amazon gift card. Wait, I get a gift card? No, not you, Lou. They do. All right, guys, moving on. It's the segment you're all been waiting for. It's our... So here we go. Based on the word blob, Lulu. Okay. Yes. You are a mad scientist. Oh. Whose latest creation that you've named the blob uh-huh. just got loose in your city? Oh no. Oh, you ready? No. Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. Hi there, scientist oh, lady. <laughs> That's Dr. Blobbingham to you. Oh, sorry, Dr. Blobbington. They didn't write that down on my interview sheet. I'll get that in turn later. Okay, so what is your current obsession? Oh, well, my obsession is actually uh, finding things to contain this. uh, Not frightening at all. I want to make sure that the public doesn't panic or anything like that but we have had a little bit of an outbreak um it's hard to tell you exactly what this uh thing looks like because it it is just a blob so uh if you're if you're looking around everyone and you happen to see a blob in the trees or a blob on the ground it might be our blob you know it it could be any other innocuous blob there's nothing wrong with it just i wouldn't go up to it and touch or anything i would i'd probably just take a picture of it and send it to uh, www.heresetheblobnow.com which we are monitoring on a 
second by second basis, really. So my obsession right now is just getting that word out and finding some good Tupperwares maybe or just uh, old shoe boxes if anybody has any of those lying around, uh, some water bottles you're trying to get rid of. We we could take those off your hands over here at the at the uh, Blob Lab. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Great answer. What is on your wish list? Well, on my wish list right now is really just a registry of blob making. Um, Mm -hmm. It's really hard because there's no way to certify that these blobs are real blobs and not the fake blobs that people, you know, there's a lot of slime out there now. Kids just (laughs) like to make slime. It's really confusing because if you leave your slime out, I think it's my blob. You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. And it, it maybe in the old days when slime was just a couple colors, that's one thing. But now they actually have the glittery purple and pink colors that all the blobs actually have. I didn't realize that was going to go into the slime making aesthetics as well. Mm-hmm. So right now, uh, I really just I really would love there to be a national registry. So kids who make slime. <laughs> yes would have to register it. And I would know, oh, okay, in my Mm. hometown right now, there are five to seven amorphous, blobby, red things, and therefore it's not mine. Right. No, that's smart. A blob registry. Yeah. Well, if you had $10,000 to spend, how would you spend that? On a blob registry. How many times do I have to tell you? I would knock on every single child's door. I'm like, excuse me, are you making slime right now? Give me your borax. Give me your shaving gel. Give me your food coloring. Give it all to me. You're not allowed to do that. You know, they don't kids don't go around to like biologists places and like just make other, you know, pig snout corneas. Or whatever we're supposed to and then try to pass it off as a real thing. Like this is really getting into my imposter syndrome as a biologist. I'm so sorry about that. It's a yeah. Right. I, I okay. Yeah. So if you had ten thousand dollars to give away, is there a organization or person, charity that you would give that away to? Yeah, there's um an old Nickelodeon alumni group that they all got slimed before and they have oh. some PTSD post-traumatic slime disorder. And so I would definitely go and support them. I understand that they have like these bad feelings towards slime and blob blobs. And I just believe in blob control. So I would go in there with my safe blobs and I would let them touch them and kind of do therapy for them so that they can Mm. feel safe again around all of these blobs. That's so sweet of you. They'll appreciate that. Thank you. All right. And lastly, what's your happy scientist? Forgot your name. Blobbington. Blobbington. Blobbingham, one of the two. Um, My happy is that in this new world of Mm -hmm. slime and blobs that I do think there is a future where we can have these blobs that you make at your house and the Mm -hmm. blobs that you make at the lab. And there could be a place for both of those things. You know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a zero sum game. I don't think like if you're making slime at home, you can't enjoy lab made blobs. That doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) We're all on the same page. It's a rising tide. You know what I mean? So like, I do. I do. Yeah. Blobs and blobs of slime is slime. And <laughs> I just want us to be able to track them. That's it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I'll let you get back to your busy work. Thank you. Thank you. It's really hard at the blob lab. <laughs> Just, 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 just
Well, Allison. Yes. Or should I say actress of yesteryear? Oh, I know okay. that it was a big deal for you to come out and do this interview mm-hmm. because you haven't done an interview since you lost out on that lead role in the blob yes. all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for coming out today. Yes. I know that it was a hard time in your life. And mm-hmm. so since, since you did not book the blob, yes, I'll ask you now many years later, Yes, what's your obsession? Well, before we go on, I would like to say not only did I not book the blob, but I also did not book the uh, sequel, Beware the Blob. (laughs) So um, just want to make sure everyone knows exactly why it took me so long to come out of my house. It wasn't just one film. It was two. Yes. Thank you. So I'm sorry. What what role were you? What role were you up for? Oh, I was up for the lead role. Uh Um, it was, uh, her name was, uh, Jane, Jane, yes, Jane in both movies because the first movie, you know, she also survived. So she was in beware exclamation point, (laughs) the blob as well. (laughs) So yes, the role of Jane was given to, uh, I, you know what she, who must not be named is exactly, exactly. Uh, I digress. What was the question? What, what is your obsession Oh, yes. Well, my obsession is the self-help books that my therapist has uh, prescribed to me that I've been uh, reading for the past uh, 40 years. Um, (laughs) You know, as you know, the blob was created in the 50s and it is now much later than that. So uh, (laughs) these self-help books are something that I've been reading uh, every night. I, I give myself 15 minutes on, 15 minutes off, much like you would ice a wound. <laughs> <laughs> and um, those are my obsessions. Okay. Yes, that's good. I'm glad that mm-hmm. you have some resources for yes. you. Uh-huh. Um, and what's on your wish list? Oh, well, my wish list is that I wish the world would have been able to see what could have been. I wish that there was a crystal ball that we could go to and say, you know, crystal ball, crystal ball, let's look back at at it all and (laughs) see what could have been if I could have been. And and I really think the world would have seen a much better uh, actress in general. And I think that both of those movies would have done much better box office hits if I would have been uh, cast. So that's my wish. It's something that won't come true because, you know, there is no crystal ball, but, you know, a wish is a wish. So a wish is the wish. Mm-hmm. A wish is a wish. Just laying it all out there for us. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, if you had $10,000, how would you spend it? Well, I think that I would spend it to open an acting school for those of us who may have been turned down. So this acting school is not for people who book roles. It's for the unbooked. Just the unbooked. Just the unbooked. So So if if you you, book something, you're not allowed to come in. Correct. The second you book a job, you are no longer allowed to set foot in the door. So I think this would be an acting school for the unbooked. And uh, 
And I think it would help a lot of people. We'd all be able to commiserate together to work on our craft. And, uh, you know, once you make it out, you can't be in that club anymore. These, these are for the losers, you know? That's, I mean, you're being very honest as an acting mm-hmm. teacher. I think that that's really what people are looking for anyhow. Sure, sure. Okay, if you had $10,000 to give away, how would you do that? Mm. This is a hard one. Um, I know the original actress, uh, she who must not be named, who played Jane. She has a charity that she uh, really loves, and it is uh, for cats. So I and it's actually called uh, Only Cats. And I think that I would only cats. Yes. And I think that I would in turn, you know, start my own charity and uh, give it away to the only dogs. And, uh, you know, kind of as a little, you know, pew pew to you, you know. So you don't get along, you and this other actress. Well, we've never actually spoken. But uh, the fact that she did ruin my life is something that I hold on to. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. Good. Well, I, it sounds like you have a lot uh, that you're hanging on to, but what mm-hmm. is your happy today? Well, my happy is that I made it outside today. I made it all the way to my mailbox to get out the recording equipment I needed to talk to you today. And that was a big step for me. So that's my happy. Well, I'm very happy for you then. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, <said>, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I It's hard to get out of that accent. Now I like want to sit in it. Um, <laughs> all right. So you guys, if you actually have charities or anything that you want us to talk about on the podcast, we'll do it. Just send it to us. Tell us about it. Reach out to us at 10 day at gmail.com. Also follow us on social media. You can find us everywhere at 10 K dollar day. And if you listen to this every week, if you have a little bit extra to give, we are on Patreon. So check that out at 10 K dollar day.com slash Patreon. And for as little as $2 a month, you can support this podcast. So we love having you here. We're excited to have you listening every single week and please do sign up for that newsletter. It's getting lots of clicks. Yes. All right. 10 K dollar day is produced by Andrea Canny intro by Stan Collins, graphic art by Jacob McAllister, the 10K jingle by Rockwell and Rose, the vintage 10K Saturday episode voiceover by Charlie Hume. Thanks as always to Buzzsprout. Here we go. We're going to end it the way we do every week with friends like us. Who needs amenities? Who needs amenities?